Welcome to the turbocharged country rock of Jenny Don't and the Spurs. We found the Portland, Oregon-based band somewhere in Australia as they make their way to Auckland for a series of shows later this month. So please, folks, introduce yourselves. Kelly Halliburton, and we're a uh, half of Jenny Don't and the Spurs from Portland, Oregon. This is Jenny Don't and a Spur. Yeah. <laughs> and you're from Portland, but you're not in Portland today. Where are you? No, we're outside of. Um, we're in Castle Maine. We're just outside of Castle Maine, Australia. Cool. Which is inland from Melbourne by about an hour and a half or so. We um, we were on tour down here, and we played in Melbourne last night. And we uh, we drove after the show because we have a day off today, but it's not really a day off because we're we're recording here in this studio, which is oh, that's beautiful. Cool. It's like a farmhouse or something, like a cottage, converted thing. barn. Just an amazing space here. Cool. Yeah. So, are you recording an album, some singles? Just what kind of stuff? Just a single. We don't have a lot of time. We've got like one day, so and like maybe some mixing and overdubs tomorrow. So right. we don't have time to do like anything substantial. We're just kind of taking advantage of the opportunity and being down here to just do lay down some tracks. And we're going to do probably a you know seven inch from this. Cool. Hey, that's all right. Excellent. Yeah. And how, how did the gig go last night? Excellent. Yeah, yeah it was sweaty mayhem. It was packed full and. Yeah, it was a blast. <laughs> what I expected from a Monday night. Yeah. You know, and it's like we've never been down here before uh, as this band. So we didn't know what to expect. You know, we just assumed no one knows who we are. But evidently, uh, some kind of word got out and uh, the place was packed. And uh, we have two more Melbourne shows before this is all over. And I hope they're uh, they're as good as well. Yeah. I mean, a Monday night and you're you're doing all right. Jeez. Yeah. Every so, show so far has just been great. Yeah. Cool, cool. So for folks who haven't heard you or seen you, well, how would you describe the uh, the experience, the Jenny Don'ts and the Spurs? Obviously, with Spurs in the name, there's got to be some country in there, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're kind of like garage, Western. Um, people have been having a hard time really pinning it down because it's kind of, you know, we can play – more traditional style we can play more rock. somebody said on this tour that it's turbo country <laughs> yeah. i like that yeah i know it's a great descriptor and it never occurred to us but someone in sydney the other night was like hey guys like turbo country and it was like that's great yeah we're gonna steal that yeah <laughs> yeah well i was just Western. in that I was just in Nashville for the first time ever for the Americana Fest a couple of weeks ago and oh nice it was amazing because all sorts of music is now kind of grouped under country or right Americana or whatever it is. There were English bands and, you know, bands from all over the place, Australian bands. So it, it, it seems, it feels like people are just more open to whatever it is you're doing. You know, you don't have to call it yeah, anything. Totally. Yeah. So, so what got you into the sound head? Cause you guys were formed in what, like 2012. So at that time, mm -hmm. There wasn't really that big of a scene for this kind of stuff. What got, what, what sent you in that direction? Well, it, it doesn't, you know, it's never, for us, it's never dependent on what, like, any scene, because we don't have a lot of interest in 
you know, sort of contemporary country music. It's right. always, you know, our scene kind of uh, had its peak 60 years ago <laughs> before yeah. any of us were born. And uh, not me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we, we kind of like take a lot of our inspiration from the sort of the 50s and 60s. Right. Bakersfield stuff, uh, the star days. And it was just, you know, we'd uh, we'd been playing other styles of music. We've been playing kind of punk and garage stuff. And I was playing first solo or as a duo with the, our previous drummer, just for fun. You know, we'd make a couple bucks at a bar patio or something, playing acoustic. Right. And then, and then Kelly and I, you know, wanted to have a band that we could play together because both of our bands were touring separately. And so we were like, well, when we're home from tour, that'd be fun to be able to do a band together. Yep. And so, then just kind of picked up steam. Yeah, we just decided, you know, stylistically, this was a, a cool genre. It's a, you know, it's just fun. And we've always enjoyed this style of music. So we thought we'd try our hand at playing it. Very good. Now, you, you made a reference to your drummer. Sadly, your, your original drummer is no longer with us. And you've got a new guy, uh, Dean, I believe, who's playing with you now. Yeah. So not to, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah make a big deal about it because I don't want anybody feeling bad, but what kind of stuff have you kind of gone through this year with uh, getting sorted out with that? Yeah, it's been crazy. It was a real blow. I mean, in addition to being our drummer, Dean or uh, Sam was just, uh, you know, he's a family member. He was, yeah. you know, our relationship long predates the existence of this band. So he was, one of our best friends and yeah an amazing person and it was just really unexpected like we were on tour and he started not feeling good and you know we took him to the hospital we canceled one of our tour dates and you would expect when someone's in the hospital when they come out they're a little better than they were before then and that just wasn't the case unfortunately man and yeah. so you know then we all had the the harsh reality of, of what was to come shortly thereafter and so you know during all of that we kind of obviously put everything on hold, weren't really planning, but we had already been booked out really far because we're always touring and we're always looking ahead. And so, you know, once the inevitable was really in view, Dean had reached out and said, you know, I don't know what your plan is as a band, but if you'd like to continue, I've learned your set and I'm ready to go. That's you nice. know? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I, I want to try and make this as, as painless as possible for everyone. And, and he had lost his wife previously and it, in a similar way and just was very sensitive to the situation. Right. Yeah. And he's been around forever too. He's a long time Portland drummer. He was in, so there was a band uh, that formed, I believe in 1980 called Rancid Bat that he was, uh, he wasn't, he, he joined that band in like the late eighties, but you know, he's, he, he played with them for a long time and he's been a, in other Portland bands and he's also been, sort of peripherally involved with the Spurs for a long time because he used to make our hats and our stickers and stuff. He's a, yeah. he's a printer. So he's, he's silk screen stuff for us back, you know, 10 years ago, eight years ago. Yeah. So Kelly and Christopher and I had a meeting after Sam passed away, just kind of deciding, you know, what was going to be the next move. And we all agreed that it, it would be really sad if we stopped. And I feel like, you know, Sam dedicated the last you know, 12 years of his life to the band. So to have it just dissolve would be really unfortunate for all the work that we've all put into it. So we did a, a weekend in Idaho, a festival that we had booked, and that was the first show with Dean. 
as yep. just a like, thanks for letting us carry on with these shows, but it worked out really well and, and we get along. So here we are now in November in yep. Australia together. So well, there you go. Well, what else would you do if you weren't doing this? Nothing. Start <laughs> <laughs> another band, I guess. Yeah. Oh. Bang our heads against the wall out of yeah. boredom. I mean, right. Yep. This, yep. This is what we do, you know. I I don't really know how to live any other way. I mean, we you know we work when we're at home. Uh, we have day jobs still, so I guess begrudgingly, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But... <laughs> well, well, there's big money in music. I hear these days, especially yeah. making records uh, and stuff. I've heard that too, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. <laughs> One of these decades, maybe we'll we'll find a little bit. Almost like the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So and so, the Great Northwest is, has has a, a history of pretty cool bands going back to Paul Revere and the Raiders and the yeah. Whalers and people like that. So, but not really country oriented sound. Or maybe I'm wrong. So, how much well, of the legacy kind of feeds I, into I, what you guys do? Well, I mean, you know, uh, Loretta Lynn did a stint in Washington before she got, you know, before she uh, headed east and made it in Nashville. There you go. Um, Willie Nelson cut his first single in a garage in southeast Portland Who knew? back in the 50s. <laughs> uh -huh. You know, uh, and everyone who's anyone has passed through. Right. So there's a massive and even, you know, Northwest stalwarts like. Uh, the ventures uh you know Noki edwards was playing with with some of the guys in uh um uh, the, 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 you know the bakersfield guy uh, oh, buck owens and the buckaroos <laughs> yeah he, he was playing with buck owens uh bandmates and you yep. know in a country band before he started the ventures basically so there's a and there's a ton of unknown homegrown um country musicians yeah. of the Northwest. Yeah, there's a guy, Buzz Martin. He's the singing logger. Yeah, the singing a logger. Label. I love it. <laughs> yeah, he thinks about having moss grow on his back from the rain and stuff. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, but there's a whole bunch of other, you know, just just tons of, just a vast uh, wealth of, of sort of underground country stuff that's been coming out of the Northwest since the, the 40s and, right. and probably prior to that. I don't know too much about the the really old stuff, but you know, right. 50s, 60s, 70s. But it sounds like you've done your homework. Mm -hmm. Well, he's got a know. collection like you do behind you. Oh, uh, yeah, I got yeah. carried away. <laughs> we, we share an affliction there. So, <laughs> and that's just the LPs. You should see the 45s in the other room. Yeah, this is the same. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's always, there's all these little record labels from the Northwest that were doing primarily country. You know, sometimes they do forays and the psych and, and garage. Yep. But, um, there were, you know, there's sort of a vanity label called uh, Ripcord Records based in Vancouver, Washington, just over the river from Portland. And they cut just dozens, dozens of, of good, weird country records. And there's a subsidiary label, Vanco Records. So yep. any collector nerds out there, you know, Ripcord Records and Vanco and there was some great, great, great garage, you know, 60s garage stuff on those labels, too. But, it, you it. know, it's getting harder and harder to find. Yep, yep, yep. It's interesting because it used to be the really expensive records as a record collector were like from the 50s and doo-wop and rockabilly and all that. But and Elvis, but nobody wants those anymore because all the people who knew about it died off. So it's all the punk yeah. stuff and the psych stuff and, you know, so yeah, moving right along. Yeah. So, yeah. 
<laughs> anyway, do you know anything about? Uh, so, have you been to New Zealand before, or is this your first time here? Uh, it'll be the first time with this band. I was in New Zealand about 15 years ago with. Uh, I used to play drums in a band called Pierced Arrows. Oh yeah, that was a garage band with um, together with Fred and 2D Cole from Dead Moon. Sure, and we we did a New Zealand tour, I think like five or six shows back in 2008 and that's the that's the uh the last time i was there so i'm really looking forward to getting and i've never been there yeah. this is my first time in australia too so oh that's pretty exciting yeah we've got uh -huh. a pretty cool americana countryish kind of scene here so do you know are you cool. familiar with any of the artists or anything like that unfortunately we're not oh you'll but we'll get you learned up we, <laughs> yeah we want to we're, we're hoping you know we're hoping people turn us on to some good stuff Yep. Yeah, and I, uh, there's a gal that I'm in a sewing group, chain stitching group with that lives in New Zealand. So she's oh, already written that she's going to come to the show too. So that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> chain stitching. <laughs> yeah, because I make my own Western outfits. Right. And so I've been on some groups, you know, to learn how to just this collaborative thing of people helping people learn. <laughs> right, right, right. Very cool. Yeah, well, we, uh, there's one girl, uh, gal in particular you should check out, Tammy Nielsen. So she. Okay. She's Canadian originally, but she moved to New Zealand about 15 years ago, and she just made a record and had Willie Nelson sing on it. So that was pretty cool. Oh, so, and, cool. and she's got an amazing voice in her most, most recent. So check her out if you get a chance to okay. zoom in around there and stuff. So, yeah. so you're doing a bunch of shows in Auckland. You're not doing just like one thing. You're going to be going to be around for a little while. Tell me about it. Yeah. yeah. Over the weekend. Yeah. It would have been longer, but uh at this point it was just kind of tacked on to the end of the australian tour right um what happened was uh my my old pal john baker who used to book all the uh used to live here with me pierce... <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> okay cool well uh he he did all the pierce arrows and dead moon bookings right. and yep. he just you know happened to drop me a line and it's like, oh, you're gonna be in the same uh, hemisphere you you got any time at the end of your australian tour to you know Yep. hop on over and um initially we had planned on having a vacation at the end of this tour and <laughs> but i was like i talked to the guys and i was like you know yeah yeah and they were like oh that's a lot cooler vacation's than over yeah they're like playing <laughs> new zealand is a lot cooler than anything we were probably gonna you know putter yeah, around doing just turn that. it into a vacation at the same time so yeah working vacation yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Be very yeah, so we jumped on that opportunity. I mean, it, and so we're hoping that if this goes well, uh, if people like us or whatever, you know, we can come back and do a more extensive trip. And, sure, that'd be cool. You know, yeah. I, there's so much more of New Zealand I'd love to see. I, I, you know, I've never been to the South Island, so I really would love to go down there at some point. And play. Yep. So your most recent album is Fire on the Ridge. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep. So, and you just said you, you're kind of recording some singles and stuff. So. Is there a lot of new stuff? Are you going back and forth? What can we expect from the shows? Um, the shows we play kind of a kind of a, a mix of of everything off of all the all the records. Um, you know, at this point, when you when you've done, you know, we're working on our fourth LP right now, and we've done a handful of singles that have exclusive songs on them. So it's like yep. when you when you've got that many songs, you have to pare it down to yep yep within like a forty five minute or an hour long set. So you know we 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 can't just do everything off the new record or or whatever. Um, so it's 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 pretty much everything. 
you know. Yeah. And some of the, you know, I feel like each album we have has a mix of kind of upbeat songs or mid-tempo or the slower ones. So we tend to try to have a higher energy live set. So we usually yep. do most of the more rocking songs of each album. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and have you, have you noticed that fans are, are, are reacting differently post-COVID and all that? Are they kind of relieved that it's over, happy to be back, or are they like cautious or what? Yeah, I feel like at first people were a little timid, but that didn't last very long. And now it's just, you know, full steam ahead. People are just rowdy. And I think everybody was cooped up so long now that it's just an explosion of party time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Yeah. you have somebody, I was talking to somebody this morning. They were at some, I think a sports event, but it's kind of the same thing. And they were like, I couldn't believe everybody was packed together. It was just like the old days. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 The Great Reset. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's been some strange days, and of course, you got the mid the election going on in the states too. Are you political animals at all? Uh, yeah, we, we we follow that stuff. I mean, <laughs> yeah, these are strange times, and they're they're. There's a there are some really scary tendencies out there, and it's happening all over. Let's just say we we wish that we could move in with you. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. We got I mean, it's, looks like you've got extra space back there. I think, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, potentially some really uh, scary times in the states on their way. Uh, I don't I don't know. You know, it's not the most optimistic time. No. But you know, I guess. Uh, it's been building and building and building in the states for, and so I guess we kind of deserve what we get, <laughs> you know, in a way. Yeah. Well, I mean, in some respects, that it's happening everywhere. Like even in New Zealand, there's people, you know, kind of wacko, and uh, I don't want to name any whatever, yeah. but there is that, and it has grown over the capital. The difference between that and in the states is. Not everybody's armed here. You know, there's just yeah. not guns everywhere. <laughs> and that makes yeah, a big difference. A of, and there's also a lot of mental health crisis, too, that doesn't go well with yep. people being armed. So there's a lot right. of just, yeah. not you can't negotiate with somebody that's having a mental health break and a gun, you know. Yeah. Is, yeah. scary, you know, the short-sightedness and the greed and the selfishness that people have, they, they're just, you know, they they just think that, I don't know, their their personal fortunes aren't quite as uh, great as they'd like them to be. So it's like, yeah, let's elect a right wing government that's going to improve the economy. And it's like it oh, never man, works. <laughs> you know, Italy just you know Italy's election went rightward. Sweden's election, they just for the first time in decades elected a right wing coalition. Yeah. Um, you know, it's terrifying. And who knows what's going to happen in twenty. 20- you know, 24. Yeah. When um, it's like the Democrats have done like not the best job of electing yeah. um, confidence inspiring politicians. Right. You know, I mean, I don't think Joe Biden's an evil person, but he's not he, he's not like someone that people can rally behind necessarily. No. <laughs> and you just got to right worry that has, he's still standing. <laughs> yeah. Portland too, like the, the people in you know, positions that are about to be elected for right now, it's all Democrats, but the city is really feeling like it's falling apart. And so that's not instilling a lot of confidence in the Democratic Party either. Yeah. And Oregon, you know, Oregon's been a, uh, a, uh, you know, a blue state, a a Democratic state for decades. Yeah. And 
it's, it's really, really scary because yeah you know the infrastructure in portland in, in oregon in general and the economy and it, there's just all these terrible problems and people are just like well okay let's solve them let's let's elect a a, a republican or so you know conservative yeah. and it's like you know it's really Short scary time. because people are stupid and they're gonna, <laughs> that's their solution you know yeah. so i can't argue with you <laughs> the election i believe the deadline is uh tomorrow right for the elections and i'm i'm going to be following that pretty closely yep I mean, yeah we made sure to vote before we hit the road too oh good you know, so. yeah yeah we need everybody to do their part but yeah it's yeah. pretty scary so yeah nice to be down here when that, all that's going on <laughs> oh my gosh and then it, and yeah you know it's also depressing there because it's turning to winter so it's gloomy and rainy and cold yep. it's just like yep. this, you know doom overshadowing you and now we're here and it's sunny and warm and everyone's happy and <laughs> <laughs> you remember that movie on the beach oh sure the old you know where it's like the nuclear there's a the nuclear war and the last place to get it is australia they're in australia yep. enjoying themselves while the yep. rest of the world is you know it's slowly yep. doom heading their way but they're gonna party until the end and that's yep. kind of what it feels like there you go well you're in the right place <laughs> yeah well, well very good all righty uh, we got everything sorted <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or at least we're in the right place. So thanks for spending all this time talking to me. I really appreciate it. Looking yeah, forward to seeing course. you guys are going to be at the Whammy Bar on the 24th. So I'll be there for that one, definitely. Oh, great. Yeah, definitely come say hi. I will do. All righty. Have a great day. Thank you very much. All right. Thank, thank you. you. See you. Bye-bye. <laughs>